We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. minutes a day 365 days a year this is the pack a day podcast what's up packers fans and welcome to another episode of the daily draft brought to you by badger state brewing in green bay wisconsin i'm your host the publisher of packer report ross uglum and today's topic another wide receiver, Florida State's Keon Coleman. Now, we talked a little bit during the Xavier Leggett episode. How does Green Bay continue to diversify their uh, wide receiver core? Talked about power forwards. Well, folks, this is a power forward. He's a ball winner. And I think, man, if there was, and again, I don't know that I would use Green Bay's, and we don't know what they're going to add in free agency. I've mentioned this, I think, on the show before. Um, after Brian Gutekunst's draft, uh, or excuse me, postseason uh, pre-draft press conference, which I, I think, I don't know if he makes himself available again, but basically his wrap-up press conference. You mentioned that Green Bay is basically, allegedly, going to be able to do whatever they want in, in free agency. Now, whatever they want, you know, there are levels to that, but... I am interested to see whether or not like one or two needs, not necessarily gets taken off the board, but gets addressed in free agency so that the Packers can be a little bit more aggressive or a little bit more best player available with these five top 100 picks that they have 
um, you know, thanks to the Rasul Douglas and Aaron Rodgers trades. So we'll see how some of those things are addressed. And maybe this idea of a fifth wide receiver to this group is less of a luxury and more of a, well, he's the best player on the board. Take him. That's, you know, take good football players. That's the point of the draft. Um, he's a ball winner. He's a bucket getter, right? I mean, that's what Keon Coleman is. Um, he's going to win contested catches for you. He's going to convert third downs for you. Uh, he's going to be a mismatch against smaller corners. And, and, and that's, you know, the first thing that jumps out six, four, two fifteen, Um, and, and, and he's a young kid. So, you know, he can continue to fill out very, very big wide receiver. Um, and, and looks all every bit as big as, is where Florida state listed him, you know, Michigan, he's a transfer from Michigan state. They listed him very similarly. Right. So I'd be, I don't, I would be very surprised if Keon's actually six, two and a half. Okay. That would be very surprising um, to me. I think if you're talking about, and we'll get course, get into it, you know, we will, as we do um, every day here on the daily draft, at least when we're doing prospect primers, um, we'll get into the uh, Packers fit, but like he's super Lazard to me. Right. He is uh, what you would have in a, in a big power forward, third down red zone kind of wide receiver. Um, he's that. But with, you know, some upside, some like like prototypical X, you know, um, top round one grade, depending on testing, super high round two grade. Um, if, if, if the athletic testing doesn't necessarily go his way, I, I just think, like you know, Alan Lazard should have probably been a fourth round pick or a third round pick based on his production in the NFL. Um, now, last year didn't go well, but you just look at what Alan Lazard has produced. He should have been drafted. Okay, He was a top 100 guy for me, top 120. Like I, I kind of rated him, and I'm not pumping myself up, guys. I miss plenty. But I, I had Lazard as, you know, a um, draftable player, right? A, a mid-round guy, and he has certainly returned mid-round um value to the Packers, not necessarily to the Jets, but, um, you know, if they would have taken Alan Lazard in round four and he had the, the career that he had, you'd be very pleased. You'd be very pleased. Um, but I think Keon Coleman is like the round two or the late round one version of what that player can be, uh, which is super, super exciting. He returned punts, uh, which is crazy to me. How many six, four? Now he's not going to do that in the league. Let me, let me be like super clear about that. But he returned 25 punts for, with by the way, a long of 72. And, and I think that just kind of tells you the type of wiggle this kid has at 6'4", and probably when he fills out his frame, 220? And he's returning punts? Like, Watson returned kicks. That was at the FCS level, and was returning kicks, not punts. That that There's so much more wiggle involved and short area quickness involved Guys with great long speed can return kicks if they get an alley, right? I mean, you saw that with, uh, you know, I posted a ton of Christian Watson kick return um, stuff. And, and, and again, let me be clear. Keon Coleman is not going to, maybe he's really, really, really good at fair catching and he becomes the Randall Cobb fair catch guy. He's not going to be returning punts for the Green Bay Packers. I can pretty much assure you of that. With that said, the fact that he returned punts and has that short area quickness for a guy that big, that's why he's potentially a round one guy for me and just rock solid for me um, in, in, in the top end of round two. Uh, he is a excellent catcher of the football. Five career drops on 184 targets, catches it with his hands, catches it with his hands, does not catch the ball with his body away from his frame. Um, he's skilled, very, very skilled, very excellent ball skills. I enjoy 
uh, watching him catch the football. And, and some guys body catch it. Some big guys especially like to box you out and body catch it. That is not Keon Coleman, in my experience, the tape that I've watched of him. My guy scores, okay? He scores 19 career receiving touchdowns. Love, love Coleman in the red zone. And they're not all red zone touchdowns, but everything you would hope that a six foot four receiver would be in the red zone, Keon Coleman is that guy. And I think that won't change at the pro level. I think if he ends up with the right team with a good quarterback, I think he's going to be absolutely lethal in the red zone, um, whether it's on the fade, which I hate, but just even boxing guys out. I, I, I don't know that, that 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 production inside the five, inside the 10 is going to change at the NFL level. I think it projects uh, super, super well. i tell you what. The other thing, speaking of projecting super, super well, Keon Coleman is going to be 20 on draft night. So what's left to see, right? We talked about this in, with some of the other prospects. Um, COVID, NIL, things like that are allowing guys or encouraging guys – no, no criticism here, but allowing guys, encouraging guys to stay in college for five, six years, that is not Keon Coleman. Two seasons at Michigan State, transfer portal, probably a little NIL there to go to Florida State. Great run with Jordan Travis at quarterback. Jordan Travis doesn't get hurt. We might be talking about Florida State as national champs. I, I think Michigan is a better team, but you know we, we could be having that conversation. What's left to see? If he's 20 years old on draft night, what is left from Keon Coleman? How much better can he get? I'm willing to bet on that, and, and you'll see that certainly um, when, when you hear my grade for, for Keon as he has sort of you know fallen down some draft boards. I, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to find out. Okay, I'm willing to find out with Keon Coleman. I think he's a prototype X. Uh, what does that mean? It means he's the bigger wide receiver, and he's the wide receiver on the line of scrimmage. Slot receivers, Z receivers, they go in motion. They can, uh, you know, they have that. They're off the line of scrimmage, so you can't really press them. I mean, you can get up to the line of scrimmage, but they even have that wiggle room. You can press man an X receiver because he's on the line of scrimmage and you can be real, real close to that X receiver uh, without being off sides. And that's why you see the X guys have to be big. They have to be able to beat press kind of the primary receiver in a lot of uh, offensive designs, but they are a specific type a specific size and a specific skill set. I think Keon Coleman can be that guy. Now, you want to get into the WR1 conversation? I don't know. I don't really care. I can get into a longer um, I get into a longer discussion about why I don't care, like what a WR one really even means. Chiefs don't have one; they might win the Super Bowl, right? I, I would argue the the Niners don't have one. Ayuk and Debo are very good players. I don't know that either of them is WR one. Like I don't know what that means. Just build a good team full of really good weapons, or be like the Chiefs and just have Spags scheme up, you know, thirteen points a game allowed in the playoffs, and have Pat throw to a bunch of no names and, you know, be good enough to win. Uh, lots of ways to get it done in this league. And having a WR1 didn't do Green Bay any good when Devontae Adams. And that's that's nothing that Devontae Adams did wrong. But, boy, this give him a WR1. It's like, they had Devontae, who I would say got to a, certainly a higher level than Nor Jordy Nelson did, got to a higher level than Greg Jennings did, um, you know, got to true, like, top three in the league status. Didn't help the Packers. I mean, they're a good football team, but it did, didn't they didn't get to play in February at any time, really, with him on the team. Um, and I'm not saying it's Devontae's fault because it's not, but like this WR1 stuff is just uh, a dumb conversation. Anyway, uh, now I've, I've gone off on a tangent. Poor Keon Coleman here just – probably Keon doesn't care what I think. But we've lost the thread. We've lost the Keon Coleman thread. 
a uh, really good yak player for a guy who's six, four, you know, you usually would think of a guy um, at six foot four. And I think this has to do with some of the punt returning stuff I was talking about before, right? With the ball in his hands, Coleman's really fun. And, and normally you just expect a six foot four guy to kind of win and then get tackled, right. Or uh, win. And then he's already in the end zone. So it's a touchdown. That's what a six foot four, six foot five receiver is for, right. Possession, even if it is downfield, but then kind of you go down, right. You're, you get tackled or whatever. Coleman's fun in the open field. I mean, he, he can make guys miss. He's got a little bit of wiggle. He give you a straight arm. Uh, I, I like watching him in the open field and is a better yak guy than most of the six, four receivers that you'll see. Uh, really good player with the ball in the air, as I mentioned. When I'm talking about catching the ball, you know, with his hands away from his frame, um, that's a skill of his. He's good at high pointing the football. The reason that kid has 19 touchdowns, especially when you know, basically he didn't play as a true freshman, he did, but he had seven receptions as a true freshman. So we're really going off of two years of production and those 18 touchdowns in two years, high pointing the football, guys. That's what he does, and and catching it away from his frame, securing the ball. Really like him. Um, Jordan Travis had a ton of, to do with this, but he had 111.5 passer rating when targeted. We've talked in previous videos, NFL average passer rating, 89.0. So, you know, he's he's 20% higher than the average passer rating when being targeted, meaning he's making plays when given opportunities, right? And and then Jordan Travis is a very good player. Florida State's a good offense. But that 111.5 passer rating when targeted is something that definitely, um, you know, I, I, I enjoyed versatility guys he played plenty of big slot and and i know green bay likes to use christian watson in the slot um that's been very successful they have a full-time slot guy who's kind of that size that of the of the more normal um slot receiver in Jaden reed and then musgrave is a guy you can use in the slot as well but you, you want to be able to line these guys up and and give guys a break or um you know unfortunately guys get hurt christian watson gets hurt luke musgrave gets hurt guys get hurt uh Jaden reed goes down you, know, you might want to have Keon Coleman at the X and Christian Watson in the slot or Christian Watson at the X, Keon Coleman in the slot. Uh, 119 big slot snaps in 2023. He can do it and has shown that at the Power 4 level at, Ohio, at Florida State, excuse me, just about said Ohio State. Thinking about Marvin Harrison Jr. still. Never, never going to be a Green Bay Packer. Very sad. Um, but Keon Coleman could. Uh, enough to make me, with those slot snaps, the stuff that I watched on film, I think he could do it if if needed. You know, he could be that Marcus Colston type in the slot, and uh, it could be really, really fun, really fun. Uh, Green Bay used Lazard a lot in the slot, too. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Uh, cons, he might be slowish, right? Uh, top end speed. Um, a lot of his uh, receptions over 20 yards, there were people around him. There, you know, we I mentioned goes up and gets it, right? And and that's great. But uh, if you're not running by guys, it's it's tough sometimes to moss people in the league. Um, I'm not worried about him in the same way that I was worried about like Treadwell and Harry that we can't get open because he does and he can. Um, and he's got more wiggle than those guys, but Again, like if he runs a four five one or a four five three, I'm not going to be that surprised. And uh, you know, if he runs in the mid four fours, that, that that would be awesome. That would be uh, something I don't see on film, and that would you know break some ties, maybe going up. Although right now, I'm pretty sure for me, he's kind of alone because I, I like him quite a bit better than I like the whatever you know the Malachi Corley, like Tez, um, Troy Franklin group, and then he's. Keon's just not in the Rome neighbors, Marvin Harrison Jr. group. So right now, for me, he's kind of like wide re- receiver four by himself, but he could move up my, you know, overall rankings uh, and 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 really solidify, you know, his grade, which we'll get to um, a little bit towards towards the end. Um, a good combo, and here's, here's sort of the, the another con, although it's a pro, basically, um, is a good combine where he does run in the high four fours and has good change of direction numbers, good vertical leap, things like that. That could put him, I think, pretty solidly in the top 15, like after Neighbors or Rome, whoever wide receiver three ends up being. Like to me, with his tape, if he does have a good combine, I think somebody's going to take him before even Green Bay would at 25, and I don't know that Green Bay would at 25. Um, I'm more hopeful that some of this like sliding down that you're seeing in mock drafts uh, is is sort of the way the league sees him, and, and, and I would take a corner or a safety at 25 and bring Keon to Green Bay with pick 41. That's what I would do. I still don't know that it's necessarily going to be um, a a possibility or b you know anything that Green Bay would be interested in because if he's not an athlete, they're probably not going to spend a top fifty pick on him, and if he is an athlete, he's probably going to be gone before they pick. So that's that's a con that's sort of not a scouting con but like a Packers con, um, and maybe it doesn't even belong in this uh, this column. Not the cleanest in and out of breaks, and why I'm not as worried about like what he's doing at the top of the route as compared to like a Xavier Leggett as he's twenty. Okay, good. Jason Vrabel can teach him some of that. Okay, the Packers have a very good wide receiver coach in Jason Vrabel. The Packers have developed receivers, um, even gotten some instant impact, obviously, out of all four, right? Watson and Dobbs had great rookie seasons. Uh, when Watson was on the field, he was really good. Uh, you know, as he got healthier, Dobbs was good late in the season. Wicks and, and Reed had tremendous rookie seasons. Like Jason Vrabel's a dude. So if you have some, like, I don't think he has athletic limitations that don't allow him 
to be good at the top of his route. And he's not bad, but I mean, he could be better. He's 20. I'm, I'm willing to bet that that's okay. But right now it's a yellow flag, right? Something that um, I've definitely noticed was not, here's the other thing I'll say, and, and this won't be a problem because uh, Green Bay quarterback is very good. Jordan Love has proven that, um, you know, in the second half of the season, I, I would say, you know, top three quarterback in the NFL from week nine and on. Uh, that that can be backed up by a number of statistics, but I'm just really talking about the eye test. Keon Coleman's a Green Bay Packer. He's going to play with a good quarterback. With that said, he was not productive when Florida State lost their quarterback. He individually kind of stunk out loud when when Jordan Travis went down. And and I get it. Like your quarterback has a ton to do with whether or not you can catch the ball, whether the ball's in the right place, whether the quarterback makes the right read, whether the offense as a whole is even productive and moving the chains and and, and doing the things that you know and and. With all that said, and I, I got into a little bit of a ramble there, but with all that said, Ke- Keon Coleman was just not good when Florida State lost their their quarterback, and and I am saying that with like what I was watching on tape, which is watching every snap of the wide angle, watching him work. This was not just opportunities, right? He wasn't just getting wide open and not getting the ball. Like I didn't like what I saw from him when Jordan Travis was gone, and maybe that's just being a little bit young, maybe a little bit immature. But that's a that's a you know on the con list for me is I did not like his play once FSU lost their quarterback. Uh, Packers fit. This is one thing they don't have. This is the power forward that they don't have. You talk about a dream five, and and a five that I would put up there beyond anything the Packers have had while I've been watching as as a five. Certainly there have been guys you know. Uh, above them, I, I think there was a Fab Five once where like Corin Robinson, Donald Drive, I, like there have been, and then of course, you know whoever the fifth guy was when Jones, Adams, Nelson, and Cobb were all on the team. I don't think Jones, Nelson, Adams, and Cobb and Greg were ever on the team, but like even Jennings, Jordy, Jones, Nelson, and whoever the fifth guy was, you know, the, your your Brett Swains, your Jarrett Boykins, you know as far as being five deep and just impossible to match up with across the board, Coleman Watson, Dobbs, Reed Wicks would be just bananas, just absolutely bananas. Um, I will say though, if he's not a super athlete, if he doesn't test super well as a six foot four kind of possession receiver, I don't know how much uh, teams he's going to run down on. Um, and you would want your, your fifth receiver, especially if your fifth receiver is a rookie, to go run down on teams. So that's that's a little bit of an interesting fit with the Packers. You know, um, a team that didn't have as many good receivers as Green Bay has, which is a fun thing to say, right? Um, but if, like, Coleman was going to be wide receiver two for somebody, right, if, if they had a guy, I'm trying to think of a team right now that has, like, a dude, and he was going to go be their second guy, Chicago. If he's your second guy to DJ Moore, he doesn't have to play teams. Who cares? He's a second wide. We're not going to have him play teams anyway. In Green Bay, you'd like to have a wide receiver five play teams. Um, would he even make it to pick 41? That's a question for me. I don't think they'll take him at 25. I would. I don't think they will. I think you'd have to take him at pick 41. Will he even be there? Um, does he make sense at 25? If he blows up the combine, he does. But then I think he's even gone before 25. And again, when was the last time the Packers took uh, you know, a wide receiver round one? It was a big athletic wide receiver from Florida State. I think that's more of a coincidence than anything else, but fun to think about. Um, okay. It could make sense in the timeline, though, just so people understand it. 
you know, the, 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 none of the Packers, as, as we've talked ad nauseum, none of the Packers wide receivers are first round picks. And what that means is none of them have the fifth year option. So all of green Bay's wide receivers are on four year contracts. Well, both Watson and Dobbs are, are going into year three, meaning that after next year, after the 2025 season, they'll be free agents. If green Bay doesn't extend them, I think green Bay might extend one or both, but if they don't, and and you let Watson walk, let Watson walk, which we're we're not cool with here. Um, we're not we're not okay with that. But if you let Dobbs walk, um, you're you're in a situation where it would be nice to have somebody that you drafted with three years left on their deal, which is a situation that you would have if you took Keon Coleman, um, who had would have four years left on their deal, uh, starting obviously, uh, or 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 maybe five if they take him at twenty five, which I don't think that they would do. Overall, though. For me, perfect fit. Value, player, upside. Keon Coleman at 41 would be just a pants-off moment for me, truly. There would just be pants in the air. Um, I think, like I said, value, where a guy might fit, where he fits on the team, the type of does he make sense or does he not. Uh, Keon Coleman, if he at least just kind of clears the bars that he needs to clear, at the combine, Keon Coleman at 41 would be pretty darn special. My grade, uh, solid round one. I, I know he's fallen for, you know, whatever reason, okay? Like there are certainly groups that that are not that high uh, on, on Keon. I'm just looking here. Uh, PFF has him after Troy Franklin, after Lad McConkey, after Devontez Walker, um, after Brian Thomas Jr., and as overall player 40, which, hey, it's right next to pick 41 that Green Bay has. But um, so there will be people that are, what I'm trying to say is there will be people that are lower on Keon than I am. Um, 25th overall for me, solid round one, 25th overall. I do think, though, there's a chance he goes up or down in my rankings based on what happens at in Indy because he tests as a nine. If he tests as a 90th percentile athlete, he's going to move up. He's going to solidify himself as my fourth wide receiver. And by the way, I have Odunze neighbors and Harrison Jr. as very highly ranked players in this class. And one of them is a blue chipper and the other two are right there on the border. So just because I'm moving, you know, Coleman up a few spots doesn't mean he starts to approach those guys because he won't, but he will really solidify himself. And if he ends up, you know, as a seven, as a seven, five, it's like, oh, he has athletic limitations. He's probably going to stay with a round two grade, but it's going to be more like 50th overall and not 25th. So very much interested in Keon's um, exploits at the NFL Combine. Very much watching what happens to Keon Coleman. Hey, guys, thank you so much for watching this video or listening to this podcast, however you're taking it in. How can you help us out? By for sure purchasing, and this is really me doing you a favor, by for sure purchasing uh, the pre-order of the Green Bay Draft Guide brought to you by Packer Report. Guys, we're also going to do a promo code for you. Promo code DAILY, D-A-I-L-Y, is in the daily draft for 10% off. And that is the best Green Bay-specific draft guide uh, that you can find out there. I will promise you that. Uh, check me out. I'm at Ross Uglum on X or Twitter. Check out our work on Packer Report. Become a VIP. Guys, the first month's a dollar. If you just want to check us out for draft season, that first month is $1 to at least just Come and see what we're about at Pack Report. It's a great way to support me and my family. Great way to support our writing staff. Um, super awesome. All right. Once again, guys, thank you. 
like and subscribe. Do all those things with the Pack-A-Day podcast. Have a great rest of your day. And go Pack Go. Thank you.